Welcome to The Paleo View. I'm bestselling author and co-creator of realeverything.com, Stacey Toth. I focus on being healthy inside and out through real life, food, and talk. I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, New York Times bestselling author and creator of thepaleomom.com. I'm passionate about improving scientific literacy around public health topics. I like hashtags and bone broth. And I'm just a super nerd. Welcome back, listeners. I am super excited, but also super nervous about this show, Sarah. <laughs> I'm, 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 well, so I was like really, really excited until I pulled up the notes for the show right before we started recording. And I saw where we're going with this episode. And like, I'm really excited about your news, but then I saw the thing and then I'm, I'm like worked up and I know I have to wait like, like 15 minutes before we get to the worked up part. <laughs> and I'm trying to find back to the like excited news part. And I'm like having a really hard time because the worked okay, up part. Okay. Well, let's really just, maybe we can save the news. Cause I think this information that you're talking about that you're worked up right now about will take us to the news. So I don't mind if we jump into that, but let's <laughs> We're gonna just, just do this just backwards. We'll do the whole show backwards. Let me just, and it all, it'll give me a little bit of time to like normalize my heart rate. Um, <laughs> I I don't know why I get super nervous about sharing personal things. I remember doing the depression show and the ADHD show and my back injury show. In all of those, I had the same feeling. And you know, I listeners listen. We we go way back, and you're you're my crew. But putting information out there that's like personal and life changing kind of things is nerve wracking. So. Mm-hmm. I would just love it if you hear this show and later you're like, Stacy, we support you. You're great. And high fives in social media. That'll make, that'll make me feel good. But <laughs> now that I've given all the teasers, let's get to your <laughs> teasers, Sarah. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about um, this week is, if you recall, last year in March, I marched forth on Capitol Hill. It's a another pun. I know you love it. And um we was it, was it on March 4th? Yes. Beauty Counters <laughs> Beauty Counters annual anniversary is March 4th. And so and it's not unintentional, right? That yeah, um it's good. I like every, it. Every other year they go to DC as part of a big thing supported by HQ and they they march forth for better personal care products. Uh, safety, health protective safety laws for everybody. Um, this year's an off year, but I still marched forth. I got together with um, a bunch of different local people here, not necessarily on my team, but just all local. And we met with our local legislatures to talk about the Personal Care Product Safety Act. This is the same act that we talked about last year. Mm-hmm. It made it to committee. And it died, it died in committee. And right now it's back up in committee as well. And what we're hoping is that there's been new representatives and so maybe people will be interested in it. And one of the reasons that um, it's actually getting much more attention this year than it got last year was because FDA has recently um, put out a notice that 
they would like more support because they did independent testing on um, two sets of makeup products that came out last year. A mom had done some third-party testing and found asbestos in makeup marketed to teens in Claire's and Justice. They were two stores. And... Some of the suspected products were pulled at that time. So kudos to Justice. When the third-party testing came out, they pulled all those products from the yeah. market. Um, but Claire's didn't. and Or at least not all of them. And so before FDA could do a formal, we want you to take action, they did the testing themselves. And the testing recently came back. And of course, it was positive for asbestos in the makeup. But here's the thing that gets me is that the FDA has said themselves that there's no legal requirement for any cosmetic manufacturer to A, test their products for safety, or B, when told that they are unsafe, FDA has no power to require a recall. They cannot mandate a recall. They've asked Claire's to recall the products and Claire's has refused according to FDA statement. Those were the words they used. And so they're warning consumers to not buy makeup from Claire's. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit and remind people about this because this is a nonpartisan issue. This is about the health of everybody. And when we mm-hmm. talk about asbestos being in the makeup of products marketed to kids and a brand being told that asbestos in measurable amounts is in the makeup and the brand saying, I'm okay to continue selling that. I don't want to take a margin hit for pulling the product off the shelves. And our government, the country we live in, is not able to do anything about that it's wrong. And the FDA knows it's wrong. And so they need us all to take action, not just in educating and talking to our friends and, you know, whatever, but we need to tell our represent representatives that we in America deserve better than that, that that's not okay, that in Europe, these products are banned. In Canada, these products are banned. In other first world countries, this stuff does not happen yet. Here in the United States, um, our children are putting asbestos powder in their face. And Sarah, you and I have talked about how powder in particular is more problematic than anything else because it is absorbed through the lungs. Um, We talked about it in in connection with nano um, particles in particular, Mm -hmm. but powder in general being inhaled by these young girls or whomever is using this makeup, um, it's just, it's so upsetting to me that a brand is, is able to do that. And there's no testing requirements. I mean, we regulate the lead in the paint on your walls for fear that a baby might lick it, but we don't do it for lipstick that is knowingly consumed. So anyway, I just wanted to make people aware of that. And, you know, I held an event, we wrote letters to our legislatures, we did the texting thing. You can text Better Beauty to... Five two eight eight six, and it'll give you like a form letter that takes literally less than a minute. All you have to do is put in your name and your address and push send, and it will send it to your representatives asking them to support the Personal Care Product Safety Act, um, which just will give the FDA the ability to test products um, and then and enforce recalls exactly, and then they'll be able to enforce recalls if it's 
well, hopefully, if the act does what it's supposed to do. I mean, who knows what it looks like after it goes through committee and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that that was cynical and jaded. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I, I just had, was like, I'm going to keep talking because I know Sarah's got things to say and we're just going to get through all the things I need to say. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, we we try very hard not to be political on this podcast because this is not a political podcast. This is a podcast about like health and wellness. Um, but I find where health and wellness butts up against, uh, and it's really, it's like lack of government regulation, um, especially coming from one of the countries that you cited as being, uh, having more like rigorous testing standards and having the legislated ability to enforce recalls. Like it, it's something that when I, um, when I encounter this, this type of, I mean, makeup marketed to kids containing the known carcinogen asbestos that's tested by the FDA. And then uh, the, the suggested recall is just refused. Like that to me is so frustrating because it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. Like there's no reason why a bipartisan bill can't be created to protect consumers. And I would love to think that, um, in a true right free market capitalist society that, um, it would be in the company's best interest to do safety testing and create a really great product in order to have the trust of the consumer so that the consumer continues to want to buy that product. I would love to think that, you know, the, the simple relationship between corporations and the consumer would be adequate to have products be high quality and not potentially carcinogenic, but this is the exact you know, evidence to the contrary of that. And this is the exact evidence to emphasize the importance of being able to uh, empower the FTA with the ability to test cosmetics, personal care products, cleaning products, which we talked about on a recent show, and enforce some basic safety requirements. Like, I, I'm not expecting... Um, I'm not expecting magic. I'm not expecting it to be like, oh, and you know, now everything's going to be the super crunchy granola products that I actually buy. Like, that's not what I'm expecting. But like, basic, like, oh, pterogens, mutagens, carcinogens, um, you know, things that might, you know, kill you in a day, right? Like, those levels of toxins, those should not be things that we're inadvertently exposed to. And, um, and I find it very frustrating on all of those levels, the part where um, there isn't legislation already to empower the FDA to enforce safe, basic, basic safety in, in products and in, in this, these categories, uh, obviously they're empowered to enforce safety in other categories of products marketed to consumers. Um, and, and combined with, this company that I have been in their stores before. I, I haven't purchased makeup in their stores, but that's where I 
took my girls to get their ears pierced and like to to see that company then make this decision of as you said like it's not it's not worth losing money over it's just asbestos like that's it's so frustrating to me on so many levels i i feel like i'm having a really hard time articulating just how incensed I am that this product, that this problem hasn't already been fixed. And I feel like the fix is obvious and uh, it should be a no brainer for a bipartisan bill to get out of committee like that. It just, it feels like it should be easy and it's so frustrating to see that it's not. Yeah. I, hundred percent. Um, there's also a recent case where Johnson and Johnson had to pay millions and millions of dollars for knowing that there was asbestos in their powder and continuing to sell it and giving people ovarian cancer and all kinds of stuff because they were using it daily because that's what the instructions say to do. And there's internal records that confirm that they knew that there was asbestos and they were just doing it anyway. And they're the baby product brand. Yes, the baby product brand. And that's, that's, I guess what my concern is not just that, um, FDA have the power to recall because while that's super important, FDA wouldn't have known to recall if a mom hadn't done her own or whoever it was third party testing and then informed the FDA that this was here, right? Like this, this was breaking news. I don't know, like a year and a half ago, I think like 2017 or something like that. Right. And, and now we're finally getting the results and the requested recall from the FDA. So imagine all of the products that are out there because there is no legal requirement for anybody to test anything in these products that, who knows what's being used and what it's doing to all of us. And we can, we, Sarah and I have pointed to in previous shows, all of these different things that can happen from the ingredients in all the products that you're mentioning. And yet most consumers have no idea about it. They have no idea what to check for. And they, they are assuming, unfortunately, that the government is protecting them from this stuff. And the law has not been updated since 1938, and the FDA does not have the ability to do anything. That's 81 years. Yeah. So here we are. Um, Closing in on a century. (laughs) So for those of you that have been following my journey with this, I started becoming passionate about this after... um, I had a lifting injury and I had some time on my hands. <laughs> like, let's be honest. I I trained three hours a day, three times a week, and it was a community. It was important to me and it connected me to a different side of the health community that I was really um, special to me that I had not previously thought of. And it it helped open my mind to a whole different side of myself that you've seen unravel over the last couple of years in terms of, you know, really learning to love and accept yourself for who you are and still wanting to make changes and be your best self, but not, you know, believing that your body is something to be looked at or, you know, Whatever that may be. I think when I first went paleo, I was really caught up in weight loss and I wasn't really focused on health. And when I started lifting, I started understanding that a body was a tool and not necessarily something that was just, you know, to be looked at and, um, or to feel ashamed about, or, you know, all of those feelings that I'd had my whole life as someone with 
um, eating disorders and all of that kind of stuff. And so um, I had a void. My, you know, our brother had died and um, I really connected to a new community with the safer skincare and clean cosmetics. And it's kind of a, a weird bridge, um, you know, from, from food blogger to beauty blogger, but I don't really think of myself that way. I, I think of it as yet another arm of this health movement. Like you said, Sarah, you know, I, I think that there are so many things that affect our health and you and I have focused for years on, you know, food and lifestyle factors, but we, we didn't really talk a lot about, um, the products that we were using. I think we had Liz Wolf on early, early in the show, maybe to talk about like skin intervention and, and using more natural products, like once a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't really something that I was intentionally giving a lot of thought to or focusing on in my own life until, after my back injury. So, um, that's been something for me also to kind of, um, grow from and realize that there was positive that came out of that traumatic experience that took me to a dark place for so long. Um, and with that has been this incredible community that I've become a part of with what I will call my beauty counter family. So for, for those that don't really quite understand how it works, um, there's leaderships in a company just like any other company. And I'm a part of that leadership. And I work with a team of 300 women at this point who um, advocate for safer skincare and cleaner cosmetics, both from the products that we use and sell, but also from the perspective of advocating for safer for people who don't have the means for it. And that's been really important to me and why I wanted to share about this FDA um, statement, as well as the Johnson & Johnson. These are like recent things that have happened and you can just Google it and find a lot of information out about that. Um, And it has become something that I am seriously, truly passionate about. And I, I, more so than I really anticipated. And Sarah, you and I have talked about it. Like it really took me by surprise. It wasn't something I intentionally did. It was, you know, just a brand that I used and loved and I shared about. And then it became this, this wonderful community and family and successful business. And, um, when I was paleo, I wrote, we, Matt and I wrote, three cookbooks and two of them made bestsellers lists, um, top 10 sales in Canada, like basically their equivalent of the New York times. Um, I had two books go into Costco and never did I have the stability that I felt that I needed as the breadwinner for my family to make that a career. And I'm here to share with you guys that this week was my last week working at my corporate job. Um, It's a really big deal and I'm super nervous. And I just want to thank all of the listeners who have supported both Sarah and I, but especially because I'm I'm sharing this news with you today, um, supported me in these endeavors from buying cookbooks to, you know, shopping beauty counter with me to whatever it is that you're doing with the two of us. You know, when you shop links with us, when you um, support the sponsors for the podcast, when you do those different kinds of things, it really truly makes a difference in our life. And I have been living 
stretch to the absolute max for probably a year. And when I pulled back from paleo parents to real everything, and we said we weren't going to write cookbooks and we weren't going to do all this kind of stuff, um, I said, I'm not going to stretch myself to the max anymore. And I, I genuinely didn't for a while. And it, I, I started beauty counter, not with the intention to stretch myself to the max um, again. But what happened is when you support a team of women and you, you run a business, like I had to make a choice and I, I either had to decide that I needed to pull back on something that has become my passion. And these, these women are my family and, and a couple of men, um, <laughs> but, um, or I had to decide to run with that and see where it would take me. And so this summer, this whole summer, I will be focused on outside of corporate America and focused on on this business and everything that comes along with it. I have a long list of things that I want to blog about and um, recipes that we've wanted to create and put on the blog and all of these things that I wanted to do that I just haven't had time to because I have been stretched to the max and I haven't been sleeping and I haven't been able to go to water aerobics as much as I want to. Um, all of these kinds of things. And and this summer is the summer of Stacy, and I am choosing to travel as well because I can do this work anywhere. And so um, I am super nervous that we are going to become... I don't know if you saw the Robin Williams movie RV, but I'm pretty sure that that's about to become my life, only much more stinky and gross because there will be four boys in the RV with me and a dog. Um, So we're going to take Penny and the boys in an RV all over the country, and we're going to probably do events. We're going to probably, you know, visit friends. And, um, I know we're going to Florida for a while. We're going all the way to the West coast. Um, Matt and the boys have never been to the Pacific Northwest. Um, and we are going to bond as a family and I'm at this sweet spot in their life where they, they are want old you still. <laughs> yes. They're old enough to remember, but they don't hate me yet, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like the perfect time. And, um, it's such a gift to be able to do this. So I just thank you listeners. I'm, t- I'm telling you guys first, actually. Um, and I, I hope that you feel my heartfelt, just sincere appreciation for all the support that everyone has given over the years. And I don't know what this looks like for me. I've always been, really into having a corporate job. I'm good at my job and I, I like that job, but I cannot continue to do both and still be a healthy, happy person. And um, this seemed like the right choice to see how this would work over the summer. It gives us a summer to you know be together and to travel and do all this kind of stuff. And then we'll see what happens in the fall. But for now, um, I get to officially say that I've ended my job in corporate America and I'm working for myself to advocate for health protective laws for everybody and to support an entrepreneurial team of women who are rock stars and um, what a gift, right? Like I'm just, I, I want, I want Matt to put in a little applause track right Ooh. here. Like a little like applause to your track. I, um, I mean, I, I want to, I'm, I'm playing the voice of listeners right now. Um, I, I mean, I certainly did have uh, a little bit of insider knowledge and, and I knew this was something that you were thinking about. And then once you made the decision, uh, I also 
got to find out that this was a decision that you had made. And so for me, it's not a surprise the way it is for our listeners, but I do know that this was not an easy decision that you, there's a, um, a vulnerability to like, you know, is this, this thing that started as a hobby that became a passion, is this actually something that will support my family? Like, is this, um, is this something that's going to be fulfilling enough when I loved my corporate job? Like, I know that you've been, it, this was not an easy thing to do. This was not something that you set out as your ultimate goal for. And it's something that's come up very organically. And I want to just say how, how impressive it is and brave and just inspirational to watch you go through that journey and make what I think is the hard choice. Like I, I think the choice that you made is the one that um, would have been the most intimidating to make for the possible reward of the like amazing life fulfillment that I, I truly hope ends up, you know, coming to fruition and being able to have the best of all worlds where you have a fulfilling career that you're passionate about working for yourself now, uh, with your 300 people extended family (laughs) and, um, and creating that space for better work-life balance and more self-care and more family time. And those things that I know that are really important to you that, um, you have struggled with, you know, trying to, trying to keep high enough on the priority list that it gets done. So I think it is, um, it's really an honor to be able to be an observer um, for you in this journey and be able to see, um, you know, I, I, I truly, I hope this is the magic amazing that makes you, I hope, you know, roughly at uh, grand Canyon, you go, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is what I did it for. This is the amazing. And, um, I, you know, I feel so confident in this decision. Um, I know certainly by the end of that RV trip, you will either, be very confident in your decision or you'll be going back to corporate America. hundred <laughs> percent. And I, I'm just putting, I, you know, I'm very clear about this summer is the summer to figure it out because like I said, I cannot continue to do both. And, um, I will know relatively quickly if that's going to work <laughs> for me or not. Um, so I just, I thank you for that. And I want to say too, that you being your own business owner and caring so much for your team and the decisions that you make for the benefit of our listeners and readers and the health of all of those out there is encouraging to me in a way that you don't have to to speak or be encouraging. But I just feel like, you know, we we get to live the dream. And, you know, I think a lot of us, while I have always loved and been very good at my job. If you asked me as a teenager, like, what what did I want to do with my life? No one says corporate America, right? Like, no, (laughs) no one's like, I can't wait to sit at a desk all day. Um, And so, you know, maybe the future looks like a hybrid of something. Maybe I don't know. But for right now, um, I need the time to just be a business owner and see what that looks and feels like and to spend the summer with my boys not juggling so many things and to see 
if my creative juices flow and come back and, and make me feel fulfilled in a way that I would like, or if I feel like, oh my gosh, my brain is mush. <laughs> so, um, for, for those of you who are listeners, um, first of all, I, you know, as I said, thank you so much for the support. Second of all, I will be talking and asking in social media about travel requests and recommendations, and we will be taking name suggestions on our RV for the family and ideas on how to be successful on the road with all of us and real food and all of that. And I will be documenting and sharing for sure. Um, we, um, we have a lot of funny, cannot discuss them names on this show, this PG show about what we would call the RV <laughs> after, after watching the RV movie. Puns, but yep. Yeah. Well, um, in the, in the movie RV, they back up the sewer line and then it like shoots up and Wesley calls it the poop rocket. And so like everything that we think of to name the RV centers around that concept. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I welcome suggestions that have nothing to do with excrement. Um, (laughs) as well as, um, ideas for, you know, travel tips and all that kind of stuff. And as all of you know, and as Sarah mentioned, this is something I've been thinking about and planning for a really long time. And we actually head to Europe, um, next week and we will be gone for three weeks. So we're going to do a little time warp on you in the next couple of weeks as, um, I will be in Europe traveling on the cruise and all of that kind of stuff. And we'll be sharing about that as well, of course, but, um, we will be back at the end of April and then leave on the, RV in the middle of June when the boys are out of school. So I'll have some time of like not working and not having kids (laughs) to clean out my garage and, (laughs) you know, do a whole bunch of hopefully creative things. So I'm excited for what that future holds and, um, just blown away at the opportunity to do it and hope that if there's something that you listeners, have a dream of if it's on your bucket list. For me, that dream was touring the country in an RV with my family. Um, I know that that sounds bizarre to some people, but it's like, it just always been in my bucket wish list. Even when I was, you know, much younger, I wanted to do it with, you know, like my mom. And now that I am a mom, I want to do it with my kids. But if there's something that's, you know, on your bucket list, don't be afraid. Like you have to step outside of your comfort zone and truly follow your passion to make things happen. And it is nerve wracking and it is scary. And all the things Sarah said, like I am, I mean, I was having like legit nerves before this show to share this with everybody because once it's out there, (laughs) there's no taking it back. I I mean, mean, presumably the resignation letter was enough to uh, to not take it back. That's kind of a thing. But I think it's different (laughs) to be like, and I'm not going to go back until the fall. So, um, or, you know, whatever. But I think, uh, yeah. Anyway, my point is there are a lot of things that are on all of our bucket lists that are really, truly doable and achievable. And I think that there, I get so many like, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And I'm like, I'm a planner, you know, I've got all, I've got all of the stuff that matters 
taken care of. And what truly matters are the memories that I want to create. And when I am, you know, 400 years old and on my deathbed and I am looking back on my life, I'm not going to regret taking a summer to spend traveling with my family. I would regret the things that I didn't do or, you know, the the sticking with something because it feels like the, you know, the appropriate professional mature decision to make. I think those, at least for me, are the decisions that I would regret. And so it is nerve wracking. And, and Matt is also so suburban. Like you guys might not know this <laughs> about Matt, but he is a square. I love you, babe. But it took a lot of talking between the two of us because if it were up to me, I, I have a lot of plans and a lot of ideas and hopefully we'll explore them over the summer together. And he's like, but I just got on board with the RV. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I I think that's part of, part of the thing that, you know, he and I have been working on and talking about and all that kind of stuff as well as, you know, we, we want to be a unit where parents, we're a couple, we're, individuals who have life ambitions and we need to look at each of them and make sure that all of them are accomplished. And we don't talk about marriage, I think, enough on the show because I think it does lend itself to stress and health and all of that kind of stuff. And I think, you know, one of the things that I will say is that this is something that Matt and I talked about a lot together. And since the death of his brother, we each have really felt that loss. And I think this is one of those things that I can point to and say, without a doubt, like my brother would want us to do this, right? Like without a doubt, he would be the first one to say, life is too short. You never know what's going to happen. Like live your life as fully as you can. So that's what I'm going to do as nerve wracking as it is. Um, And I just want to, you know, again, Thank you, Sarah, for for being supportive and being a role model and um, for kind of showing me that it can be done. And um, I'm going to just do my best to really enjoy the time that I have and see how it shakes out. I um, so I'm excited about two things. One is the fact that I get to talk to you so much between now and when you actually leave because we're going to pre-record like four <laughs> 50 bajillion podcasts <laughs> before you go. Uh, so that's like way higher frequency than, than any time I think we've ever pre-recorded for someone going on a vacation. So uh, three weeks I in think, Europe, we'll do that for you. I think we're going to be sisters at the end. Like <laughs> that's the only place up from here. Um, but also like, I'm, I'm just really excited to, be able to, to watch your adventure and your, um, not just exploration, like actually of the country, but just the, the self-exploration that this next few months is that opportunity that is going to provide you. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I am anticipating some amazing, like epiphany moments and some great rants. And, uh, I, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for our listeners for that too, because, I think um, I think that's why they tune in. Really, is like the epiphany rant ratio. It's I I can see that ticking up a notch. <laughs> I'm also really looking forward to sleep. I don't know about you listeners, mm. but that's kind of a thing that I've been missing. So, number one on my priority list, right behind water aerobics. <laughs> All right. Well, I am not going to keep anybody any longer. I just want to remind you that. 
don't don't use makeup from Claire's. Um, but also, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I don't want to be sued. Let me just be really clear. Per FDA warning, they suggest consumers not use the products <laughs> that contain asbestos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will continue to communicate their safety concerns about them. Um, but also to be thoughtful and mindful in all aspects of your life. And um, I am going to try so hard to be like sustainable on this RV, but I'm also not going to bring cloth napkins. So I will bring forward my best recommendations for how to have this balance and and all of that kind of stuff. But um, for you listeners, as you're thinking about, you know, what, what difference can, what can you do and, you know, how can you ensure that your children are safe from these products? Um, one of the things that I would also recommend is checking out the EWG app. Um, I don't, I think we talked about this maybe a year ago. Um, it's a free app. And you can scan products in your house using a barcode and it'll tell you the level of um, safety in terms of the ingredients that are in it on a scale of one to 10 green to red kind of color scheme um, so that you don't have to learn every single ingredient they've done kind of that hard work for you. So as you're looking at your personal care products and your cleaning products and all of this kind of stuff, you know, I always suggest to people prioritizing your most problematic items, replacing them first and then working your way down the list. And as always, do not let perfection be the enemy of the good. Each choice that you make, each change that you make is um, progress towards living a healthier life. So congratulate yourself for that and truly accept it and enjoy it. Um, and <laughs> because this is my full-time income now, if you do want to support me, <laughs> because listen, Sarah's got some books and other stuff going on. I don't have that. Okay. But if you do want to support me, you can go to um, realeverything.com and I do have all kinds of information there about um, shopping with beauty counter, if that's your thing, or, you know, we have eBooks and we have other kinds of things that are, that are on the blog. But, um, I do also do skincare consultations and helping people switch makeup and, and all that kind of stuff. I personally answer all of those emails, which I know seems insane because I have a full-time job, which is why I'm saying it's unsustainable. So, um, <laughs> you're more than welcome to check that out. And I'm happy to help you if you have questions. And, um, I just hope you all have a wonderful week. I mean, it's not going to be a week until the next time I talk to you, Sarah, but you listeners in the time warp, I hope you have a wonderful week. And thank you so much for being here and tuning in and listening to me ramble um, nervously and for everything all these years. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. Well, you know, a couple of days for us. Thank you for listening to the Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.